0: I'll tell you what I did watch., um, and I have nothing to say about it.
1: Oh, right. I was gonna ask about this, yeah.
0: I watched Thor. <laughs> I have nothing to say about it. I wow, I was so bored. I don't know it was the last time I was bored in a movie theater like that.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> That's crazy. I was like shocked by what I was watching. and I the literally the only thing compelling me to see it currently is peer pressure and the, even then all my friends like a lot of them fucking loved it and so now i don't i now i don't want to see it even more because like i i look i said i'm going in with an open mind but like i just i can just feel in my bones that i'm not gonna fuck with it
0: yeah i don't think you're gonna fuck with it either i think you're gonna like you'll probably hate hate uh jojo rabbit even more <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised oh my god
1: uh it's i don't know like i because i'm also like i work weekends so like it'll probably be a scenario where i go see like a three o'clock matinee like by myself on a tuesday yeah on a tuesday just have to like convince myself to stay for the whole time
0: (laughs) dude there's this one part in the intro in the like beginning the first scene Mm -hmm. where i gotta i'll find an example but there's like some cgi that they use where it like looks like a like a live action kids cartoon where like um characters would pop up out of a bush and start like giggling or something and then another one would pop up and (laughs) there's some it freaked me out a little bit
1: were you do you mind me asking were you under the influence Cause that does sound um, freaky, but I could see if you're like, you um, know, if you're, if you're, I could no, see that. Pure. no, I wasn't. No, oh, okay. I wasn't. that was stone cold sober, huh?
0: Yeah. That was, oh um, man. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for you to see it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, speaking of movies, um, that are out right now, I did see Elvis again. That is something we could, I need to see it again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. sadly I, um, I was like in the middle. My, I, it was a last minute spur of the moment decision. My friends were going at like 950 on a Saturday night to go see it again. God damn. Which I, I, they, I don't think they knew until we got there that it was like a, a nearly three hour movie. Had they seen it yet? No. Oh, okay. They all, they all, I'll say they all liked it. They all thought it was pretty good. I don't mm-hmm. think they were as on board with some of the stupid stuff. As I was, what stupid stuff? Well, just like the, my friend, okay, my friend, he, past future guest Hayes Morrison, he's a really big guitar nerd. I'll call him. Mm. That. He, I, I'll say that to his face. I don't care. Um, and he was just like, "Oh well, BB King wasn't cool with Elvis like that." And I'm like, "I know, I know." <laughs> I don't know. By far, like one of the funniest parts of the movie to me is like when it's intercutting um the Elvis concert with like the segregation rally. <laughs> and like Elvis is like cocking his head like he can hear it with his superpowers and he like there's like a, a the governor of Alabama or whatever I can't remember is like we have to keep the races separate you know preserve the white race and Elvis like goes into the mic there's a lot of people saying a lot of things <laughs> Maybe (laughs) one of my favorite parts of the movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. But uh, no, they all liked it. Um, uh, I was, unfortunately, though, like, because it was a last minute thing. I was like in the middle of dealing with things like uh, I was having to email people. I was like and uh, my Facebook got hacked and I don't even fucking use it. But like, you know, I had to fix that. So I missed some parts of the movie I didn't want to miss. Like the intro? Oh no, I was there for the intro. That oh, intro is insane. Had to step out, you mean? Yeah, I had to step out during the movie. Yeah. Cause I had to check, like, I was emailing some people for school. I was like talking with a group about a project in my fucking uh, 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 social media. I don't even use this. Is all to say, I'm pissed about all that because I missed it has everything to do with us. I missed oh. it. I was so
0: excited for it. That's- I said it when it happened. <laughs> I'm I'm being
1: honest. You oh you like?
0: <laughs> I said it with him. I said it with him.
1: Like the crowd of people saying a symbol when Captain America does it, <laughs> it, it gave it's, it's just a crowd full of people going. It has everything to do with us. That's Elvis. That's all I had to say about my second oh. viewing of Elvis. Besides, I think I liked it more this time. That's cool. That's good. I was in the second row.
0: <laughs> Holy shit!
1: On purpose? Oh, uh, well, yeah, it was a pretty well. This is what's crazy, okay? This was nine forty-five on a Saturday night, and this movie's been out for like what? a like a month, right? Like three weeks. Mm, yeah, maybe,
0: maybe three weeks. Yeah.
1: It was a packed house. It was a full what? theater. It was where? one of the smaller theaters at the AMC uh, Trader's Point. It was one of the smaller Holy theaters. Shit. But still, like you, you know, it was, the- was
0: like that for me every time what? I went. I saw West Side Story like three times and it was like that every time for me.
1: That, make, that makes me happy.
0: Like I would I would uh, go into the theater because I would get there early and there would be like two old couples scattered. And then um, by the time the movie started, like it was all filled up or most of it was. And I was very happy, man.
1: I, I, I think I'm going to watch West Side Story again soon. Oh, fuck. I mean the,
0: I went to a a 8:45 showing on a Friday night for The Black Phone and that was sold out. Oh, that. Do you like The Black Phone? Yeah, it was fucking good. Black it's phones like so solid. It's just like creepy. Creepy isn't really well done anymore. No, yeah. It was it was scary enough and creepy enough and um it was funny seeing like Ethan Hawke changing the mask like, <laughs> coming with a mad face and a happy face
1: like. <laughs> yeah just and it's like what it's like 80 minutes or something right it's like yeah. a tight it's a tight 90 like the kind of movie i you know i wish there was more of mm-hmm. just very unpretentious horror even though there is like it, it there is some stuff going on in it but it's like oh definitely first and foremost it's about being creepy
0: that's the guy who he was supposed to direct Doctor Strange, right?
1: Well, he did the first one.
0: Oh, and he did the first one.
1: He was gonna do it. I thought for a while. I, I just listened to the blank check episode of Doctor Strange too. Like, I think forever, people just assumed like the Marvel fired him, like they didn't like what he was doing and they fired him. Yeah, but apparently, like it was more he had like not really a mental breakdown, but like kind of like. a a mental breakthrough i guess Uh and was just like i can't do another marvel movie this is gonna like kill me damn so and the black phone is apparently him kind of like working through a lot of like that kind of stuff so you know good for him yeah we gotta
0: get a he could do a blum house every two years i'd be fine with that oh god i'd love that
1: (laughs) jason blum just needs to have him on like rotation (laughs) just like yeah Every other year, it should be like Scott Derrickson movie made for $20 million. And then the next year, Jordan Peele movie made for how fucking much money he wanted. Oh, yeah. We're we're a little well, over a week away from no fuck. He wants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited. Have you? I wish. Have you? Uh, have you seen like the newest trailer for it or? I did. Yeah. W- I was a little worried because like, I made a purposeful effort to not watch it, you know?
0: Uh-huh, me too.
1: And then it played before The Black Phone. <laughs> and yeah, I was for like, me, well, it played before Elvis. And Elvis, yeah. And I was like, well, I don't want to be a fucking loser that like walks out of the theater for a trailer, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Well, actually, didn't you do that for a movie? <laughs> what movie did you do that for? Wasn't I'd it a- that for Marcel the <laughs> show. Oh, well. The the Marcel movie. Well, that's more out of like a a burning hatred, right? (laughs) Not so much. There Wasn't there some movie that like you didn't want to be spoiled on? So you would just like cover your ears, close your eyes or something? I've done
0: that for a couple. I did that for Fast and the Furious.
1: Man, was it that?
0: I did for oh Jackass. I did for Jackass. I did. No, oh, yeah, it was hilarious. Jackass. You talked about you would
1: just walk out for Jack, or you would just close your eyes for Jackass. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I was like, nah, hell no, I don't want to see it. Well, that's
1: understandable. That's you were right to do that.
0: <laughs> um, fuck, what movie were we literally just talking about? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Oh yeah, um, yeah, next Thursday. I'm like, I'm so excited for it. It's the move that was my number one that I really wanted to see this year.
1: Yeah, I really hope it doesn't suck.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe he's getting a little too pretentious. I hope he doesn't.
1: I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've always, like, I feel like people project, not project, like, there's like this sort of hoity-toity, like, heightened, elevated horror. It's like, kind of like, come in the wake of Get Out. Uh Uh-huh that I feel like people kind of retroactively apply to Jordan Peele stuff, even though I don't think it's like super pretentious at all, you know? Yeah. I don't think so either. And I'm worried that some of the backlash to Nope, just like, again, it's so hard to tell what this movie's going to be, but like based off the most recent trailer I th- and like looking at some like fan theories online, I think people are going in expecting something that it's not going to be, you know?
0: You mean, like, that they're already, like, um,
1: predicting? They're like, here's what the aliens in Nope could mean. really be, could re- okay. mean, or what they could really be. Yeah. Like, here's what it And I'm like, I don't know. I just get the vibe that, like, it's going to be a movie about aliens, and it's not really trying to, like, deceive you.
0: Yeah. I could be
1: wrong. Maybe I, I
0: think... Be- uh the way that everything is being marketed, though, like they they love it that people are still thinking that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, maybe he's going to be someone who just plays into what people know him for. Yeah. We still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he's only made two fucking movies.
1: The uh, Yeah. It, it is so crazy that he's like a household name
0: and he's a fucking Oscar winner.
1: Right. <laughs> like it, uh it it's insane. I It's I heard like someone compare it to nope to like Jaws or Tremors. Yeah, he's filming it for it, IMAX like, Yeah, it, it it feels more like I don't I don't know if it'll be that scary. Like it looks like more like dare I say it, an epic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, it's kind of being marketed that way. Yeah, with, with the whole like the first letter the first trailer with the fucking credits literally rolling from up. Yeah, that's up. the
1: thing. Like, the first trailer made it look like a horror movie, but the second trailer, like, it looks like something completely different, I feel, at least.
0: I I didn't think that until recently. Like I said, like, yeah, you're right. The first trailer made me think uh, it was going to be another, like, the same ones. And then mm. it. I guess the, when I saw the second trailer for the first time, I thought, like, oh what what is he hiding from us what is he not showing and then after seeing it like five more times i just recently like this week i was like is he gonna do like just a big movie like is he gonna do (laughs) a blockbuster because i would love to see another yeah just regular ass blockbuster like
1: he could there still could be very well like he hasn't the movie hasn't shown its full hand yet but yeah if if the movie is just what is being sold to us, I'll buy it. You know, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I like this. We settled. I feel like in the, when it's the summer, we always like have a sort of preamble where we talk about like the movies that are coming out. Yeah. And then because I think for like Will Smith and Fast and Furious, we just like were talking about what was coming out. Because the first year we did this podcast, there were no new movies.
0: Yeah. We were literally just making any conversation.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, this is Stargazing. This is the podcast about movie stars. I'm going
0: for
1: This week, it's time to go back to the games with uh, Catching Fire, uh, the second in the Hunger Games saga, um, which follows... We're, we're back with... <laughs> Katniss is back. And... <laughs> We've all missed her. we've all we've all missed her. We've long long awaited return. We uh, came out <laughs> barely a year after the first movie, a year and a half after the first movie, and follows Cadmus as she navigates the fallout of the first movie and has to survive being a symbol of the revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, I think we I may have said this with the first Hunger Games episode. Uh, I remember this one being my favorite, both book and movie. Me too. It's got some, this one has some fucked up monkeys in it. <laughs> Who doesn't like that? Oh, yeah, they look really funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even like fucked up sci-fi monkeys. They're just like ha- baboons. Yeah, they're just
0: baboons, that, like violent baboons. They put a fucking bad rap on baboons.
1: God, baboons have the worst PR.
0: But I to be able to work anywhere after this. <laughs> um, do you remember when this movie came out? I'm sure you do.
1: November 2013, I would have been in the seventh grade, I believe.
0: And uh, tell me about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was the talk of the town, you know. <laughs> well, it was just like, like uh, you know, we've said we were like at the exact right age for this series, like when it popped. I remember. Oh, my gosh. I remember um, opening night. I saw this with my family, actually, because um, my mom had also read the books, I think. He, I think. And, uh, you know, my family we also saw the first one. So we saw we went to see the second one opening night at the Brownsburg Gate. And uh, as we talked about, uh, the Brownsburg Gate as sort of. Um, what's the word? A hallmark of this show. Our love for the Brownsburg Gate.
0: Yes. Our local cineplex.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, is sort of the haven for middle schoolers to hang out here. Because <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you get to high school and you can drive, you just hang out at your friend's house. Or you just go drive anywhere, literally anywhere, but Brownsburg to hang out. But when you're in middle school... the moment your mom or dad drops you off at the Brownsburg gate and they pull out of the parking lot, you're like an adult now, you know, (laughs) that's like the freedom of it.
0: Yeah. I didn't experience that in Brownsburg. No. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's right. You were, you, (laughs) I forgot you moved here in high school. Yeah. No. Yeah. This is, well, you can still see it today. I mean, I remember when I saw black phone, it was like, there was a bunch of middle schoolers like in the lobby to see I
0: have a little brother in middle school and that's still like, oh, yeah, we're going to, especially in fucking October when all the horror movies are coming out because Brown's <laughs> Brigade doesn't care.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> they don't. Like, sh- they, oh, they don't really ID see you. the new Halloween. Or like oh, I remember yeah, or I remember like when Deadpool came out, my dad would buy me and my friend a tickets, and then he would just leave. Yeah, I, I was talking to my sister about it because uh, when we went and saw Elvis there about like how like whenever it's always like a marvel or a big marvel star wars movie or like a horror movie is like just seas of uh like eighth graders yeah i like i knew someone that used to work at the movie theater and like she would say like those were like the worst nights to work (laughs) it's like either marvel opening nights or like there's some new plumhouse movie out yeah um and like I was telling my sister about it. And she was like, yeah, when I was in middle school, me and my friends like knew the manager. That's how much <laughs> we were here. This <laughs> is being regular. It's just like, hey. Oh, yep. Yeah.
0: I got you. Large popcorn, some
1: tweets.: Yeah, got, okay. got your tickets right here for you. <laughs> Have a lovely show.
0: You know which theater you're in. Come on.
1: Go. <laughs> Let's go. We got, you, we got you the GDX seats. Come on.
0: Yep. Right in the middle, like you like. <laughs> oh uh when i saw this movie i saw this for my birthday mm. um it was in california and i remember vividly because it was this beautiful theater um that only had like two screens in it and it was like a tiny little theater stuck it was literally just a hallway uh and then it was one screen and i think i actually might have only had one screen in it i think about it oh wow um it had like a beautiful marquee on it and we saw it there and um i remember loving it and the book i remember fucking loving the book but damn this time around (laughs) it (laughs) it didn't hit for you did not do it for me it was dull
1: damn I, i i really liked it this time, really, yeah. Uh, did you see my letterbox? Or no, I, I did. This is a four star movie, <sighs> yeah. I really, I really dug this. That's what okay. Having uh Jeffrey Wright and philip Sumer Hoffman in your movie will get a pretty good rating from Kellen. Uh, I thought, um, uh, I just i don't know, like I said. This, I don't know a better word for it, but I just really love all the political maneuvering in this. Like, I just, I think like the first half of this movie is so like compelling, like all the stuff of like how Katniss is being perceived. And like, yeah. like I, I talked about the first movie. I love the game that's being played outside of the games. You know, there's yeah. a lot of that
0: when they cut uh, like from the middle of the games to the Haymitch doing his shit.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, I kind of missed that in this movie, but you know, you, too much of a haymitch is it can be a bad thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
0: uh, I, it's weird too, because I thought, um, kind of the same thing. I thought that I remembered in the book that they uh, keep the whole like twist at the end mm-hmm. a secret throughout the book. Like it was hidden pretty fucking well for us. Um mm-hmm. Because it's a first-person book. Yeah. Um, and so we don't know it. We don't know what the fuck's going on. We can see, like, there's shit in the background that you see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it finally happens at the end of the book. And it was so good reading <laughs> it. It was You couldn't stop reading.
1: District 12 was gone.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I thought it did it well in this. I agree. Yeah. I thought it did it really well. But fuck. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I hated how it looked. I think that was like the main. Oh no, really? Thing. I thought yeah, it it's
1: horrible. Little, yeah, it's not great looking. Uh, I I also do think like my, my interest kind of drops pretty heavily like once they get to the games, you know. Yeah, like, it's not like, as
0: action packed as I remembered.
1: No, I I think like and it's also to the book's credit like the clock stuff is really cool. Like the the yeah. setup is it is cool um but
0: and I um, I remember this looking cool in the theater and then mm -hmm. I remember now getting more into the film for oh yeah about it (laughs) Uh, you sent me the clip of where uh, this played in IMAX and when she went out into the games the fucking aspect ratio changed Mm -hmm. um To full screen. I think (laughs) it did
1: it in just all theaters too.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it did.
1: But the uh, the version of the movie that I pirated did not have that. So
0: I rented it and it didn't have it. Damn. I bet you. I'm gonna fucking buy the 4K just to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is on 4K. Do they have this? Is
0: definitely on 4K. This has to be on 4K. You
1: gotta be able to get the quadrilogy or whatever on. Oh yeah. I'm. And oh yeah you know it what? is look at I that i think
0: i'm gonna reread the books and then i'm gonna read this new book so we yeah. can uh we have another announcement to make guys uh whenever there's enough movies we're covering rachel zegler's um well here's the thing career. in like
1: a year there's gonna be enough for us and like she's like filming like three or four fucking movie, like okay so she's got she had west side story
0: mm-hmm. we both loved I she's I might have to just go to Best Buy and buy that today because I want to watch it.
1: Yeah, uh, there's she's doing some like animated movie. I forget it's not like Disney or DreamWorks or it's um I want to see Skydance Sony, Sky. uh, not Sony. It's some newer company. It's kind of a new company. Illumination. No, I, I just I, No, she's she's not. <laughs> it's so fucking.
0: His, t- he grit his teeth
1: <laughs> stop talking about the minions <laughs> I, okay real quick before I, I promise i'll get back to Zegler in a moment but i want to like tell you that like i was on t- i was on my phone at work the other day and i was like i scrolled to a tiktok there was a clip of the minions and it, it got a chuckle out of me oh shit what was it what was it it was um the minions singing i swear like in a <laughs> field. <laughs> i like when it got to the chorus, and they're just like and bada!" i was like <laughs> I, I felt like i like covered my mouth i felt like a fucking i felt like a pitcher blowing a no-hitter game you know that's i was just so like funny. no no uh anyway, okay so there's the animated movies that's two she's gonna be in shazam uh-huh she's gonna be in the snow white yeah, and apparently I think she's like about to start filming the Hunger Games prequel. Yep, that's five.
0: Okay, I, well, I was just trying to say. Yeah, uh, our our title forever and it'll always be there. Mm-hmm. Is just like Enter Sandman. Like we're <laughs> we're the number one Adam Sandler podcast. Yeah, but I think um, our new title is our, the number one Rachel Zegler podcast.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. You were texting me about this. Yeah.
0: (laughs) If If you need Rachel Zegler updates, just come listen.
1: (laughs) If we were two years older, this would be a very uncomfortable bit. We're very lucky.
0: (laughs) Listen, we're obsessed with her career. Um, We're just her big fans. That's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If Blank Check can get her, so could we. That's not true. (laughs) Uh, uh, I would be open like legitimately since we've done we do franchises sometimes. I would be open to doing and I'd I'd be kind of down to do an episode on uh, whatever it's called when it comes out. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we were about to do all the Hunger Games. If nothing else, I would be down to do that episode.
0: Well, I mean, we're going to do Rachel Zegler's career, so.
1: Eventually. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we can knock
0: that one out already.
1: (laughs) We've talked about West Side Story enough that I think I could just edit together various tangents into an episode on it.
0: You should do that one day when we don't feel like
1: recording. (laughs) (laughs) That would be more work than recording. Yeah, that would be so much work, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But uh, Catching Fire, I want to talk about real quick, released in an insane amount of time after the first one, the first one came out in March 2012. This one came out in November 2013. The first one was such a big hit that they uh, Lionsgate. OK, so now here it is. And this is uh, we're also recording the X-Men Days of Future Past episode right after this. Uh, yeah. So this is fitting uh, Lionsgate coronated with Fox because, you know, Jennifer Lawrence is hot shit at this point, And they are kind of sharing her in their respective franchises. Uh, wow! The shooting way, time way to go,
0: way to go for feminism,
1: guys. <laughs> the shooting time frame uh, was they decided that she would have to start filming X Men: Days of Future Past in January 2013, and they had to have Catching Fire filmed before then, so mm-hmm. less than a year after the first one comes out, it has to be done filming. Uh giving them essentially what is the math on that like eight months to go from pre to rap pre-production to rap um gary which is why gary ross the director of the first movie uh said fuck that <laughs> yeah, what's a ginormous movie like that and yeah that is like psychotic francis lawrence uh stepped up And then everyone else
0: fucking agreed to come back, of course, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Everyone agreed to come back. But then um, X-Men Days of Future Past kind of lost its original director and that got delayed till April. And so she no longer needed to be done by January. And uh, the Hunger Games Catching Fire was it? Filming schedule was extended to March. So Gary Ross quit for no reason. As it turns out, you hate to see it, you never. Yeah, see wait. It.
0: So Brian Singer wasn't supposed to direct it.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that more. <laughs> in the oh, okay. The- I think Matthew Vaughn was going to do it because he did the first class. Uh, I kind of wish anybody except Brian Singer ended up directing it because uh, I I quite like that movie, and I would really like for it to not have been directed by a pedophile. But
0: yeah, I'm, uh, you pirated the movie, right? It's on Disney
1: Plus. I guess it's the same thing, right? And then, uh, yeah, uh, big budget um, compared to the first one. The first one was like what seventy million. I think we saw. Yeah, we were impressed. Yeah, this one is one hundred and thirty to one hundred and forty mil. Uh huh. And it made a a lot. Yeah, it made eight hundred sixty (laughs) five million worldwide. Yeah, yeah, that's holy shit. Pretty good. And this is still kind of before the era where like there's a movie every year that's reaching a billion. You know, this Mm -hmm. is still right before that, I think
0: 2013. Um oh can we can I do another tangent then real quick? Yeah, go for it. Titanic made two
1: billion (laughs) dollars. Oh my yeah, Titanic was fucking huge. Two billion dollars. people always forget how how like crazy the titanic hype was it, it, it that was because the thing is like when a movie makes a billion now it does it in like three weeks you know yeah titanic just kept making money it just stayed in theater for like months yeah. people Until just kept year. yeah it just that it just made so much money
0: yeah, I, I, uh, I watched it for the first time ever, and I was just shocked. <laughs> I would like that. Uh, that yeah, movie's did, incredible. You like it? Yeah. yeah I was so, shocked incredible. you
1: hadn't seen it, because like, I would have bet money on you liking that movie.
0: Yeah, that movie is... I wish I would have seen it in fucking theaters. That's it. <laughs> uh, like I'm sure that movie will get released every five years. Or yeah, they
1: re-released movie. it a couple of years ago. Like yeah with 3D. 3D yeah which i don't i don't know if i'd want to see that but james cameron i guess so
0: i would see it fuck it i would see it Why <laughs> yeah not? like they're re-re- they're re-releasing avatar in 3D this year yes
1: oh, i'll see that
0: in like november it'll be a month long screening i'm <laughs> i like definitely need to see that
1: <laughs> oh shit son of a bitch titanic scores 3d 4k theatrical re-release uh june 23rd just a couple weeks ago this was announced uh in early 2023 you'll get your chance
0: it's just building on that jimmy c hype i fucking so uh, again like i saw the avatar trailer before thor and i was just thinking about that halfway through the movie i started thinking about avatar that trailer's so good um I'm, I'm sorry oh okay uh <laughs> i'm very excited uh for all those huge movies
1: okay so um hunger games uh, uh
0: james uh J- jennifer lawrence is um, really
1: good yes, <laughs> were, you yes. Going, were you about to disagree or
0: i don't think there's much that she has to do in this one Yeah, she's, like, just confused. That's what she's supposed (laughs) to be, the entire... That's true. Like, I mean, yeah, there's complicated emotions, but they all are, like, the overall issue that comes to her head in the book and in the fucking movie is just, like, I'm confused. I don't know what to do.
1: Yeah. Do you, like, the... Something that was in the first one, it's kind of the whole point of this and Mockingjay even more so is it like there is a larger game being played by both, by both Katniss's enemies and even her allies. Like, yeah. And she is like just trying to figure out. Her She's place always kept out. Yeah. Which I think is so like for like a, a YA protagonist is such an, an interesting like angle. Because I feel like like with a lot of other YA stuff, it's like no, this person's the hero. They are on the front lines, like they are taking charge. But like, Candace is just like a traumatized kid. It's like yeah. I, 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 fucking hate. What is going on? I want this to stop.
0: And they pushed her right into the spotlight, uh-huh. and they're like puppeting her. Yeah, I like especially mm-hmm. to like the narrative that it's like, hey, this is Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, she's like one of the biggest white. <laughs> uh, white uh, superstars in Hollywood now.
1: Yeah. It's like, it is like very much like the idea of celebrity. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, oh, this is such a bad comparison that just came to my mind. It's something that happens a lot now, but it made me think of what we talked a lot about with Ali, mm-hmm. where that movie is a, like someone who is the most famous person in the world trying to figure out what that means in terms of like the world itself. Like how can they use their celebrity for good? And that's a very common thing in our culture. And I think that's very much what the hunger Games series is like kind of playing with is like the idea of celebrity. And like when celebrities become like icons, I guess in this way
0: Um, and um, figures of a movement. Yeah. Both of them. Mm. Uh it's all like by accident almost.
1: Mm. Well, it's also <laughs> well, I mean
0: not necessarily by accident, but just like it come it came naturally.
1: Mm-hmm. And like the this idea of like, you know, Katniss doesn't want to be the symbol of the revolution, you know. Mm-hmm. But like in real life, like people who are symbols of a revolution rarely ever want to be.
0: It kinda of, again, it happens. It happens
1: it, it happens, yeah. It's it's uh like like you were saying, it's really good, <laughs> I think.
0: Yeah, I yeah, again, it, I think it's just uh to me like it doesn't have a good tone mm-hmm. or anything. I just well, it's not that it doesn't have a good tone. I don't like the tone. Mm-hmm. Um because it's the so like muted mm-hmm. and throughout the entire movie, and then I also just don't like how the movie looks. Yeah um it's but very of course it has such a good cast <laughs>
1: oh my god yeah
0: it has an just insane cast i love seeing top, all these top the
1: bottom well let's go through them yeah we've got the ones from the first movie katniss josh Hutcherson, woody harrelson you know Elizabeth banks give, give me a second
0: give me a second okay. i want to pull them up on oh yeah me too i'll do the same thing
1: uh okay uh, on Letterbox. let's just go down the line we could do <laughs> let's do a performance review
0: I, I, I still don't have it up okay not.
1: well here let's do a performance review like we'll go through like maybe talk if we could talk about them if we want to but like we'll just give like an a you know a grade rating a letter grade
0: a letter grade
1: yeah <laughs> uh yeah letter grade i'd say jennifer lawrence a minus put pushing B plus just because I don't think she's given as much of a challenge in the, as this, as she is in the first movie. Cause in the first movie we talked about, it's all very internal mm-hmm. while this, there's a lot more like screaming and crying and like talking for her to do, you know?
0: Yeah. I'd give her a solid a, because um, it's also still abundantly clear uh, that, Hey, this is uh, the uh, main character of Mm -hmm. the movie
1: (laughs) yeah it's centered all around her and yeah you buy it you're like yeah of course it's this is her
0: (laughs) exactly and and i just think like um like again like it's jennifer lawrence that's not an easy thing to do necessarily for everyone Mm -hmm. and it's still coming to her so naturally
1: it's so effortless uh
0: uh, coming back to this to the franchise Mm -hmm. i mean Uh, i know there's only like Two movies in between but
1: yeah um i'll I'll do the next two really quick uh Josh hutcherson B for bread and liam and liam Hemsworth C for cuck uh <laughs> uh
0: okay uh, I agree but give for liam Hemsworth, I give him a c minus
1: he's just not in it that much
0: <laughs> well, I get him a D actually oh wow I think I'm sorry I don't you're think still, he's handsome enough you're for this still, role.
1: are you still sore about four? Are you taking are you maybe taking out your frustrations with Love and Thunder on the younger Hemsworth?
0: No, I think Chris Hemsworth is great in Thor. Um, I think I think Liam Hens, I think Gail needs to be more handsome. That's it.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay,
0: that's my take.
1: Woody Helson, A plus. A. You know what? Actually, A, because this is a good segue. I want to talk about my. Maybe my biggest grievance with this movie as an adaption
0: <laughs> okay
1: do you know do you know where I'm going with this or no I don't I don't okay normally i, I I'll give movies I'll go kind of easy on them when they're adapting a book and they leave stuff out because like books are big movies aren't you know you gotta you gotta you gotta make some cuts here and there but mm-hmm. I don't know. And I could very well be misremembering when this happens in the series. But I remember one of my favorite parts of the Catching Fire book was it does a flashback to the Hunger Games that Hamish fought in and the one he won. And I don't
0: remember that.
1: I, I don't remember the details too well, but I remember it like adding a lot of context for why he is the way he is. And I kind of wish it was in the movie. I don't know. On the other hand, I do like it. You just kind of know, like, oh, he won the Hunger Games and now he's an alcoholic. Like, something fucked him up.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, he sees these fuck. He sees two different kids die every year until he finally <laughs> meets Katniss.
1: Elizabeth Banks as Effie. I think A-plus. she's... Yeah, A+. She does some good work in both these videos. <laughs> but the moment that, like, really got me this time was, like, when she picks the single name out of the bowl, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like still trying to keep her whole thing up, but like she's the way she looks at cat is kind of heartbreaking, you know
0: um i I just think that um so half of this movie's budget probably went to costuming, but half <laughs> yeah. of the costuming budget went to Effie because yeah. uh, I think Effie always looks good, mm-hmm. and even though they spent so much on the costuming it's not that good this time around, but Effie's is great,
1: yeah. Um, Donald Sutherland as President Snow. I'll
0: give him an A. he's creepy. Yeah, I'll give him, yeah, he's creepy. creepy enough.
1: I forgot. They're like right off the bat. He is like, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm gonna kill you.
1: I'm gonna kill you, and I'm gonna murder your family, idiot. It's like we're ten minutes in, and he's like, "You're so fucking dead, you idiot." Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and that's what makes the whole like uh, announcement so good. Like, yeah. oh hey guys, we forgot to tell you.
1: <laughs> by the by you know? it's, and it's really good um one thing I think it's kind of cool that they cut out because now, now it's just like a weird fucking like the moment where he like drinks his wine and it turns red is just like a weird a kind of surreal little scary thing that he does <laughs> and I was curious and I looked up in the books it's explained this is so metal I wanted to like share this that he uh, apparently, President Snow regularly drinks poison to build up an immunity. That's and, fucking sick. And he also uses poison to kill a lot of his political enemies. So, n- with the immunity, he can drink it too, and they won't be suspicious. Damn. But he, because of that, he has a bunch of sores in his mouth that just don't heal. <laughs> so, so
0: he's going he's so to. Donald he's, Sutherland actually should have sounded like Heath Ledger as Joker. <laughs>
1: Lenny Kravitz is a sinner. I'll give him a B minus because he's not really in it, but I'll give him an F to pay respects. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> um, uh, he's I I don't give him a score at all. No. Yeah, he wasn't in the movie enough. It kind of yeah. sucks because yeah. he is like a pretty big good and a good character in the book.
1: I his. Okay, we don't see him die, but, like, it's his death scene is really well done, I think.
0: Mm-hmm, I agree.
1: There, Because, like, the moment, like, right before it, where, like, the the door locks and, like, the countdown doesn't start yet. Yeah. It, it's a good, like, you know, it just tips you off, like, oh, wait, something's not right. Like, something's wrong here. And then, uh, yeah. The, and she's
0: uh, just launched right into it from there. Yeah, she has to go she's straight devastated and she can't even think straight.
1: Mm-hmm. And a moment that is uh, helped by the aspect ratio change, and it it's no longer, <laughs> in the movie, but, uh, which is a shame, but no. Yeah. And it, it does feel like it is a great, like, I, I can't remember like transition into the next act or into the next chunk of the movie. It is a, it's a pretty good, like there, okay. There's no going back. Shit is getting real. Like. And it um, gets
0: loud and yeah. fast and.
1: Uh, this one will be quick. These next two will be quick. Philip Seymour Hoffman and Jeffrey Wright, A plus, and a kiss a on the cheek.
0: A plus. Oh, an F, F to pay respects. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, there, the part where Jeffrey Wright is explaining like wire, like he's explaining the wire plan to them. Mm-hmm. Just like God, he has like the best voice in the world. <laughs> I got, I, I got like three more. I want to do real quick. Uh, Stanley Tucci, A plus. A plus. Caesar Flickerman. Uh, there was something a moment I wrote down that made me laugh a lot because, like, okay, I'll explain why. It's Cadis does the twirl, dress burns, she becomes the mocking jay, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the whole time Caesar Flickerman, Stingley Tutchy's character is going, What? It's a it's a bird. It's some sort of bird. It's like a bird. <laughs> and it it felt very Jimmy Fallon-esque to me. It felt yeah. like- <laughs> It felt like something Fallon would do if he was like hosting the Hunger Games. So Yeah.
0: And he's the same way when uh, um, they all start holding
1: hands. uh, (laughs) He's like, cut the lights, cut
0: the lights, stop it. Stop holding hands.
1: (laughs) Just I want to have Caesar Flickerman like just slap his desk and laugh way too hard at something, you know? (laughs) All right. Last two, Sam Claflin as Finnick and Jenna Malone as Johanna.
0: A plus a plus
1: a plus plus a plus plus um uh, uh, <laughs> jenna malone um at- i'm not gonna beat around the bush jenna malone with bangs and an axe is hot okay i, I, Listen, I don't know Jenna name-
0: Malone as gretchen and donnie darko um, changed me forever
1: that's where i've seen her fuck <laughs> that's i knew she looked familiar fuck <laughs> she's thought she's donnie's uh girlfriend right He's a little boo yeah yeah she gets run over. Uh spoilers for Donnie Darko. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, spoilers for Donnie Darko. Sure. It's like 20 years old. Come yeah. on. <laughs> uh why isn't she bigger? Like who has like is she blacklisted? I don't know. I don't know.
0: She's great in this. I really liked her in this.
1: Yeah, she's so like fucking good in this.
0: She's fierce. Fierce. Yes.
1: The story about this, uh the I really don't think it's true, but, you know, it's one those say because it's an anecdote they tell in interviews and it becomes, you know, when the legend becomes fact, print the legend that like she actually got nude in that elevator scene. And that mm-hmm. was like a public hotel. That wasn't <laughs> like a soundstage or anything, which, uh, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. Having her do that. What if she chose to do it? Uh, here, let me read the quote, because. Um, What if she was like, maybe I'll get, like, Oscar's buzz? Let me... (laughs) Okay, although she was surprised the scene wasn't being shot in a studio or soundstage, she went with the flow, according to the IMDb trivia.
0: Oh, okay, maybe not then. Maybe fuck fuck them for doing that to her.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But that is their sort of... (laughs) Hamish's reaction in that scene so funny. I was looking at all the reactions. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's a guy. Hamish is a Hamish is one of the boys.
0: <laughs> He's in the one of the boys canon. He
1: is entered <laughs> Mount Rushmore.
0: Uh, Who Who's in there?
1: <laughs> okay, we got Hamish. Um, uh, 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 Duncan Idaho from Dune. Okay, Duncan uh,
0: Idaho from Dune. Uh, Vincent Hanna uh, from uh, Heat.
1: Uh, Howard. <laughs> I, I can't even get this joke out without laughing. Uh Howard Hamlin from Better Call Soul. <laughs> no, no. Um uh okay, so we got Vincent Hannah, uh, Haymitch, uh Neil Duncan Idaho. R- Robert De
0: Niro, Robert De Niro's character from Heat.
1: Okay, well we can't have two of the Heats.
0: Listen, Neil, you have to have both okay, of them. Okay, you're right,
1: there. you're right. And then uh maybe let's get one more to round it out. Uh New Morpheus from Matrix Resurrections.
0: That's good. That's really good.
1: Yeah, Yaya Abdul Mateen, uh, Morpheus. Okay, that this four heads on Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah. I think we just need like five people. Whatever. Do a new one.
0: You no, know there's rumors that they're gonna move it. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I actually took like two notes yeah what were they oh yeah all i said was this I, i've already said it all yeah i called it psychological warfare on uh on katniss mm, yeah oh, oh wait no i meant like uh i know oh, what i meant was um in the games like how they like mocking the the birds were like uh saying stuff like uh saying primrose like primrose screaming help for katniss you know what i'm talking about with the birds mm-hmm. that was all those the games themselves are really cool the torture yeah. devices that they're using
1: uh-huh. yeah it's, it's i mean all illusions of this hunger games being fair are gone <laughs> like the capital is just trying to kill these people yeah um
0: oh that's oh that's what's so cool about uh philip seymour hoffman's character
1: mm-hmm because mm. he just he just enters the movie like there's no reveal he's just like walks in the frame and he's like may I have this dance yeah and oh it's he, he he's I text you he's so good he's not even fucking trying it feels <laughs> like like he just immediately sense like okay this guy's playing a bigger like he's got this guy's making moves this guy's got some 40 chess shit going on in his head
0: yeah he's an um uh the Talented Mr. Ripley, right? He's in that? Yeah. I, I want to watch that, so <laughs> I, I think I'll watch it just for him.
1: Um, okay, so here's a, a quote about, um, let's see. Okay, she said, Jenna Malone revealed in an interview that she was so excited to portray the novel's famous striptease in the elevator. Uh, she was a little disappointed she wasn't able to be fully nude in the iconic scene. She said, we're very faithful to the adaption so in the elevator I did have to pretty much take almost everything off except there was a part of the wardrobe that I couldn't. Malone doesn't reveal which parts she couldn't remove but she does add that the strip down was less about being nude and more about wanting to see if she could actually perform a full strip in only six seconds.
0: (laughs) I bet you it was like her socks or something.
1: Maybe the underwear because then you have to like you have to like get your one leg out. You're like having to hop with one leg, you know. Unless you just pull them shits down to your ankle and like waddle.
0: No, she walked away. Yeah, she was teasing them, so she was. Do you
1: see butt? Do we
0: see butt? I think.
1: Moises <laughs> <laughs> has set his mic down. <laughs> He's <laughs> massaging it. He's rubbing his face in frustration.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't think we see butt. Maybe crack. Maybe top
1: crack. <laughs> top, top of the crack okay and in a pg-13 movie that's all you can ask for okay just i guess just kind of looking forward uh mocking jay the finale of the series i i believe comes out in 2014 i believe yeah tw- uh mocking J part one comes out a year later november 2014 and then part two comes out another year later in 2015
0: and that was uh, the start of it
1: yeah the the start of fucking splitting movies into two. Which,
0: how many movies have honestly done that? Harry Potter.
1: Uh, Avengers?
0: I guess ten.
1: Yeah, technically Avengers, um, Breaking Dawn, Mockingjay, Breaking Dawn, um, Twilight, Breaking Dawn Part One and Two. Yeah, dude, there's some heavy hitters in that added to the cast for Jay Part One. Spoilers for that episode coming up. Um, oh yeah oh yeah, apparently I'm seeing okay uh ryan Johnson and Alfonso Korran were also considered to direct mocking j part one why would you even tell me that I'm so sorry
0: because <laughs> that movie bam that movie sucks because there's some good shit in it, and it just but there's only a little bit in your <sighs>
1: <laughs> but uh, and yeah like we talked about uh this makes uh uh, trucks full of money at the box office and continues the whole uh, she's a fucking movie star yeah. Lawrence Crazy. yeah but it's also I think by the time Mockingjay part one and then especially part two roll around like it's kind of like the waning days of this phase of this like like the fad
0: yeah because I was looking at it um again like reviews don't fucking matter um me and kellen we both use letterboxd mm-hmm. uh pretty frequently um i only have one four star movie in the eight movies of her that
1: we've seen jeez was it D- Ballad? I, I
0: don't even like these men yeah that's it i have i think that's her best performance that we've seen so far and the best movie that we've seen so far
1: mm-hmm.
0: like her it's weird. She's like, now that I really think about it, she has a fucking weird career. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't believe the hype anymore. <laughs> like if you're someone who's just watching it, like you and knowing her name without watching her movies. Cause I haven't seen any of these movies besides um, Hunger Games and X-Men, but I knew how much of a star she was. I don't get it <laughs> at all. Well, I do get it. Her charisma sticks through in most of the movies, but the I, movies I just, she's just in uh, suck.
1: Yeah. And she's just has. It's this weird. I, I feel like the arc I'm seeing now is this extremely talented actress that is just stuck in this fucking like mediocre bullshit. Yeah. Seems. Oh, my man. I, I'm saving my like for the I'll save it for the last episode of J-Law. But I do have this like galaxy brain. Here's who J-Law should work with. That I'm saving, and I—it's still true. Like I came up with it at the beginning of the series, and I'm still holding on to it. It's true, but we'll see how I feel about it when we get to the end. But fucking hell, this guy always surprises me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ain't I a stinker? Um, all right, so uh, that's Catching Fire. I I like it a lot. I think it's pretty good. Um, it is also probably the bet my favorite movie since Winter's Bone we've watched of J Law so far. <laughs> And that's not saying a whole lot, gang. Um, but this next chunk seems like it'll be kind of interesting.
0: I thought it was boring and dull and slow, but there were some good people in it.
1: Uh, we'll wrap up, as we always do with our recommendations. This could be anything, movie, book, TV show, video game, song, album, park, painting, poem, anything that Moises and I have been enjoying and want to recommend to you. I'll go real quick. I'm about halfway through the first season of The Bear on FX Hulu. Um, really solid uh dramedy about a uh sandwich shop in Chicago. Uh, it's got what's the fucking guy? I forget his name. He's he's he has a great face. The main character? Yeah, the main guy. It's I think it's like Jeremy Allen White or something.
0: I don't. It's definitely three names. I I'll it I'll <laughs> up for you. Uh, yeah, uh, I know uh, from Shameless. Yeah, he's Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, yeah, you
1: he's got it. he's lip on Shameless, I believe. Mm. Um. Uh, he's great um and it's just like it's like a, a ooh, it's again it's 30 minute episodes oh. uh it's a solid little dramedy and it's not a great show to watch if you're trying to watch what you're eating that's what i'll say i'm <laughs> the food looks very fucking good i've already like made plans when i'm back in the city to go to the the shop it's based off of
0: oh fuck that sounds great yeah for me i only watched one episode of it um so far because i i saw it on uh I, I think a lot of people have also i saw it out of all places jaden smith posted it on his instagram
1: the bear or um, is this a different thing no no, no, no a different okay. thing
0: i'm right okay it's called how to change your mind it's a netflix like documentary show there's only four episodes oh
1: interesting um,
0: And it's about like psychedelics. Oh, Uh, but anyways, I watched the third episode, which is on MDMA and boy, Oh boy. I was ready to ball out, ball my eyes out, but I didn't. (laughs) It was just like, wow. I haven't seen a, an emotional documentary. I haven't watched a documentary in a while, I guess, but I had, I don't know. It was just a, a great documentary. It, It It was breaking my heart a little bit.
1: (laughs) What's it called? How to change your mind. How to change your mind. It's on Netflix. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, Intro and music is the Law & Order theme song. Follow us at Stargazing underscore podcast. Um, And we'll leave you, as we always do, with the Jennifer Lawrence fact of the week. And um, this week's Jennifer Lawrence fact is that... uh, she to get into Katniss's mindset. She went out and killed a guy, a bow and arrow. Where? Uh, uh the 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 the, <laughs> the woods of Kentucky, the deep forests of uh, our Appalachian region. She went and he wandered away from his group, and she just put an arrow in his heart. And nobody. She'd been stalking him for days. Yeah, she'd been stalking him for days. I'm killing communes. What is Camacho? Okay, bye. <laughs>